Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you are all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, and we are delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. Whatever role we share with children, it is important to build confidence and self-esteem. Focus on strengths. Refrain from harsh criticism. Help them and show them how to do new things. Give praise and be a good role model. Our amazing guest and and expert, Linda Dyer, joining us today from Australia, will continue with our series on creating confident kids. She shows us as adults how to empower ourselves to empower our children, and she teaches skills that will help create healthy and loving families. Linda has worked with children for more than 50 years. She's an award-winning international best-selling author, including the book, a wonderful book that I highly recommend, uh, Create Confident Kids. Linda's uh, motto, You Can Make It Happen, is a wonderful motto that she uses in her everyday life. Linda is a certified neurolinguistic programmer, certified NLP trainer, transformational coach, trainer, and master of matrix therapies, registered trainer, member of the NLPAA, TEDx speaker, happiness is a choice. And Linda was one of 58 people filmed for The Secret Movie because she applies her material to her own life. And Linda healed herself from a debilitating disease. A great humanitarian, Linda has a big heart. She's helped earthquake victims in China and provides charitable services worldwide. And Linda, what I admire about her is that she lives uh, her, her motto and she, through her writing, her teaching and coaching, and she teaches her material uh, uh, to people all over the world. And now I welcome Linda Dyer to our show today, a continuation on our series, Create Confident Kids. Welcome, Linda. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jane. Really a pleasure to be here. Yes, thank you so much. And Linda... Uh, Can you, I I know the last segment we talked about communication. Can you highlight a little bit about this segment before you share a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Um, So I wanted to do this segment on eye patterns because the eyes are the windows of the soul. And believe it or not, you can actually see in people's eyes whether they're sad, whether they're happy, whether they're whatever. Um, And you can actually gauge your next statement to them um, when you start to understand where they're looking. (laughs) 
Yeah. Now, that can be um, detrimental, <laughs> but it can also be fantastic because yes. now you know, you know, you've got an idea of how to talk to your child, uh, what to say, what sorts of questions to ask, and to your partner, of course, and to anyone, yes. um, simply by looking at where the eyes are. Okay, we're going to dive into that more, but share with our listeners a little bit about yourself and why are you working in this area with families and children and why the focus on Create Confident Kids? Uh, well, I, as, as you said, um, I've been working with kids since I was 11 and I really love to see kids blossom. And I think a lady wrote something in one of my Facebook pay, uh, posts the other day and she said, you're the most motivational person I know. And I guess to me that's the exudence that I give is um, if I see a child and they say, oh, you know, I can't play softball, I don't know how, then I'll say, well, that's the whole idea of what we're doing today. Let me teach you how. And I'll make it fun to the point where they get it and all of a sudden they're now playing softball. Or, you know, whereas before it was a closed shop in their mind. So for me, it's about uh, having a child because so many children are told they're not good enough, are told they don't deserve, are told they're not worthy in one way or another. And so my idea is to teach people that they are in fact worthy. The universe put them on the planet to because they were amazing and all we do is get in our own road. So if I can teach children to really work on their own brilliance and for parents to foster that, and yes, it can be challenging, but you know what? You're going to learn yourself how wonderful you are when you start working with your partner and your children about simple things that allow great change. Yes, that's beautiful. And I just want to share with our listeners that I had an opportunity to participate in a workshop that you conducted when we were in Manzanilla, Mexico. And I was just blown away because you talked about eye patterns and you took us through exercises on letting go of limiting beliefs and it was such a unique and empowering workshop and I just want to share that. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you, Jane. Thank you. I think maybe we could do that one day, uh, letting yes. go of limits and we could actually do yes. a clearing on the radio. How about that? <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. Maybe another series on uh, <laughs> eliminating limiting yeah. beliefs. But Linda, let's go back. Tell us what inspired you. I, I, I read your book and your chapter on eye patterns uh, in uh, uh, your, your, eighth, is it your eighth book, but you write all the time. I guess it's your eighth book. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you co-author so many other books. And mm. uh, for this book, Create Confident Kids, this chapter on eye patterns, uh, let's dive into that. You indicate mm -hmm. that eyes are the window of the soul and how we can act. Uh, uh, we're, we're so unaware of how to access information using eye patterns. So mm -hmm. let's just talk about that. Uh, uh, okay. Because I, I, I think that's really important that a lot of people will say, I don't have a good memory. And in fact, everybody has a brilliant memory. I think that's the first thing to say. And we store our information that we're given at school, at university, in life, what people tell you. We store it in, it's almost like a filing cabinet in your brain. 
So if you can imagine there's three drawers on the left and three drawers on the right and they're full of information. And the eyes, your eyes actually access that information. How cool is that? Mm. So if we want to just um, go back in and have a look and recall what somebody, what you saw, then you go up to the right um, or up to the left, depending on whether you're right or left-handed, and I'll go into that in a minute. Um, if you want to go into what you're hearing, then you go across the centre of your eyes. And by accessing, you can, you can go back and recall what somebody said. And all of a sudden you think, well, I have a great memory. Yes, you do. So people that don't have the correct eye patterns, and what I'm saying is 80% of people have right-handed eye patterns, and we'll go into that. 20% have left-handed eye patterns, and we'll go into that. But let's say you were raised by a left-handed parent and you're right-handed. The first seven years of your life, and really up to 14 years, we're copying behavior. And sometimes we copy the parents' eye patterns that are opposite to us. And then we're confused as to where to look to find the information. Hmm. So then we go to school, we can't recall the information, so the teacher thinks we're a dummy and they put us in classes that are incorrect for us. But I would love this to be taught to every teacher on the planet because even when I went and taught teachers, five of the teachers had incorrect eye patterns. They can't even remember their daily plans. Go figure. So, But they can once they learn how to. So the eyes can take you to where the information is. And when I'm working with kids, I say to them, wow, aren't you privileged? You're the only kid in your school that knows this. <laughs> so imagine getting um 100% on your next spelling test just because you've learnt to recall each of the words and how to spell them. That is fantastic. And you're, you're saying the, it's the, the brain's filing cabinet. You use that yes. and, and for recalling, constructing. Uh, yes. And then up down the bottom, you've got AD or audio digital. That's on the left-hand side for a right-handed person. It's your mathematics or the conversations you're having in your head. So it's detail. And for the right-hand side of a right-handed person, down the bottom of your eyes, when you look down without moving your head, that is your feeling. <laughs> so when I go to coach people, I ask them how would they feel about that and they go that some people don't want to go down there. They don't like the feelings that they've got from their past. So I pick that up immediately as a coach and I'll go, okay, then this is something we need to work on. But also if let's say you pass somebody in the street and as you're talking to them, they're looking up or out to the side or down and you can, once you've learnt this, you can straight away work out what the next question is. So let's say they're looking up. And one of the great things about looking up is that it's visual. And anyone that's feeling depressed or lonely or sad, when you look up, you can't be any of those things. It's impossible. Think about it. When you look up, it's almost like that smile comes on your face immediately. And you look up into the visual and you can either visually recall 
on your left if you're right-handed or visually construct if you need. And so a lot of people who are autistic or who are very talented, they may be ADHD, they may just have a bit of awkwardness about them. You'll find they're extremely talented in one area or another. And it's usually art. They can recall or create. Um, I remember a boy playing a piano concerto for me at the age of eight. He could just create it on the spot. And yet he would drive his mother crazy with his behavior. So when we did some coaching with him and, yeah, it was just really profound that she could learn to ask him the appropriate question to find out what was going on for him. That is incredible. And Linda, you you talk about the the school systems and, you know, the well, let's talk about like even the misdiagnosis because uh, we put kids in the learning disability category and maybe mm. it might have something to do with their accessing information or uh, absolutely ADHD, ADHD attention deficit yeah. children. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I know you've uh, talked about how, uh, kids who love hugs and love to be touched and we're in a touchless yes. kind of system and especially now since COVID. Can you speak to that for more awareness? Yes. yes. Well, the, the ADHD kids, and uh, which are opposite to the autistic kids, the ADHD kids um, are all kinesthetic, what we would call kinesthetic, all touchy-feely kids. So they're the kids that if you yell at them, they don't get yelling. If you tell them to see something, they don't get seeing. What they get is a feeling. So if we just touch those kids on the arm and say, hey, dinner's ready, honey, or would you like me to come and help you tidy up your room, and you touch them on the arm, they'll do anything because they've been touched. Mm. Yeah? Mm. So, um, so, and also I notice 100% of them are magnesium deficient. So we've got another lady that you'll be able to bring on down the track who specializes in just working with this powerful um, mineral called magnesium. What well, does that ADA- do for us? Can you just mention? Oh, my God, 98% it? of it are, uh, have magnesium missing, and it's the calming mineral. It's also the mother mineral. So it, without magnesium, all the other minerals don't play their part. So think about cramping. Think about that fluttering of the eyelid where you think someone's turning you on <laughs> and they're not. They actually have a magnesium deficiency. <laughs> yes, yes. So they've got that twinkling in the eye and that, that eyelid's going up and down like no tomorrow. That's actually a magnesium deficiency. Mm. Our belt's palsy where the face has dropped, magnesium deficiency. Cramping, magnesium deficiency. There are so many signs. But because no one taught us, I learned. I mean, I take so much magnesium, it's not funny. <laughs> um, you know, I bathe, I, I put some in a bath at night or I, I put it in a little tub out of your cupboard in the kitchen, soak my feet in it for 20 minutes and the magnesium goes up through the soles of your feet, just a dessert spoon. You know, I take a magnesium and calcium tablet morning and night. I drink, I put magnesium drops in my water, so I'm drinking it through the day. We need magnesium just to allow us, just to stop our muscles from cramping and to allow us um, just to move a muscle. Mm, that is so interesting. 
Belinda, before we go on break, can you just share uh, uh, how you use this skill with, uh, I know there was a child in China uh, had issues with with eye patterns, Uh, I think Mm -hmm. three children, and you uh, work with the family and uh, it was just amazing in terms of the outcome. Uh, We may not have all that time to uh, address this before commercial break, but can you just share briefly uh, the results? I was training uh, neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, in China, and the students heard about and were taught about iPads. And so all of a sudden they started, it reminded them of families that are having trouble with their children at school because um, they have a left-handed mom and a right-handed dad or vice versa. It doesn't matter who's what. And the children had copied one of the parents' iPads. So two out of three children um, had the wrong eye patterns, so they couldn't recall information and were put into, you know, the bottom of the ladder classes, what have you. And so I said, why don't you get them to bring them to me um, in my unit here in China one night? And the guy said, how much is it? And I said, you know what, why don't you just donate some money um, to this book that I'm putting out called What a Wonderful Life, I Had Good Grief, because I'm sending 5,000 copies over to China to help the earthquake. And so he brought the children, and two out of the three children had incorrect eye patterns. I could see straight away that mum and dad, by looking at their eyes, one was left and one was right. And so after they finished blaming each other, (laughs) I then worked with the children and and taught them to change their eye pattern to their right-handedness and they came for two sessions only. Um, I thought the man might put $500 in for my charity. He put $5,000 in. Mm. I was able to print a whole bunch of more books and get them down to the earthquake zone and up to the earthquake zone and down to where all the burning uh, was going on in Australia. Um, and I sent some over to Haiti, all sorts of different places where there was a catastrophic event. So that was a beautiful story. I've never forgotten it. Yes, amazing. Because what you do is so practical and it's quite unknown. Uh, And after our commercial break, uh, we look forward to you uh, sharing more uh, stories about how you have helped uh, uh, not only children, but parents as well, adults as well. And uh, you're going to share, you know, some exercises with our listeners as well. So right now we're uh, ready for a commercial break. Uh, You don't want to miss our next segment with our amazing guest, Linda Dyer, joining us today from Australia with a continuation on this very special series, Create Confident Kids. Linda's a number one international best-selling author of many books, including You Can Make It Happen, Create Confident Kids, She's a transformational coach, certified NLP trainer, master trainer of matrix therapies, and humanitarian. And today, we're talking about eye patterns. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, 
our natural state of being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. 
It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our renowned guest, Linda Dyer from Australia with the continuation on our very special series, Create Confident Kids. Linda is the author of many number one international best-selling books. And in, this includes her book, You Can Make It Happen, Create Confident Kids. Linda is a transformational coach, certified NLP trainer, master trainer of matrix therapies, and a humanitarian with this very unique and interesting show today on eye patterns. So, Linda, can you continue sharing your stories on how you have worked with the, how you worked with those children in China, and then you have another story about uh, how you worked with an adult who had an issue applying for a job. Yes, no, happy to. So, when the children came, and I realized that um, two of them had copied. A left-handed parent's eye patterns, all I did, and I realized that um, when I did the questions to them, and all the questions are in the book, so all I need to ask them are questions like, what was the color of the room you grew up in? And you'll see where their eyes go. Now, if you're left-handed, let me share this with everyone. If you're left-handed and you want to recall something, I want you to look up to your right. Sorry. Yeah. If you're left-handed and you want to recall something, you look up to your right. If you're right-handed, and 80% of you are, if you're right-handed and you want to recall something, you look up to your left. How profound is that? Mm -hmm. So we have brilliant memories. So we just look up to the left. So as soon as I ask the question of what was the color of your first toy or what was the color of the room you grew up in, I watch where their eyes go and I can tell if they're right or left-handed without looking at their hands. (laughs) Amazing. And also, you know, how did you feel about that? I can see if their eyes go to the right or the left down the bottom. If you're right-handed, remember, you're right-handed down the bottom are your feelings and your left-handed is where your maths is stored. So that's so unique because it allows us to do all sorts of things and become very clever very quickly. And you're working with these children really made a difference and they built confidence. (laughs) Yeah, because we can change it in 10 minutes a day, Jean. So -hmm. what I get them to do is bring bring their spelling test to me. Mm-hmm. And they can just change three words a day. So what they do is they put their word. So if they're right-handed and they're not concentrating at school, um, just ask those questions. Tell me what was the color of the room you grew up in or what was the color of the first toy you had or what was the sound? What do you think the sound 
of um, the trains like and watch where their eyes go because sounds in the middle of the eyes they'll either go to the left if they're right-handed or right if they're left-handed hmm. remember all you're recalling for a right-handed person is on your left that's okay. easy for you all left. to remember okay so and then down the bottom is your mm -hmm. maths yeah recalling maths recalling conversations is right down the bottom you don't move your head you just move your eyes hmm. And you go down to those areas and you that makes us, we have a brilliant memory. It's all down there. It's all up there. So I watched these children. I worked out what to do. And then I got them to practice. I used a spelling word. I put it on a bit of paper, their spelling word. I got them to put it up on the left-hand side because they were right-handed and they had to not move their head but just take their eyes up and see that word, see that word see that word, and then start to spell it. See that word, see that word. Now, this can hurt because your eyes haven't been there. You see, you've been doing somebody else's eye pattern, so it can actually hurt the eyes. So you don't want to do, you know, the whole spelling list. <laughs> yes. This is about doing two or three words a day mm. or two words a day yeah. until, say, by the end of the week, they've done the whole list. So it's, it's like about you're, you're retraining them to be more natural based on their. <laughs> uh, yes. yes. And, and, and reminding them that they're the only kids in the school that have learned this because mm. they love feeling special. Yes. Yeah. Or yes. if they're not learning at school, can they tell me what's really going on and watch their eyes? Yeah. And if they're going down to their right hand side, and they're right-handed, then they have a bad feeling about the teacher. If they're going down to the left-hand side and they're right-handed, there's conversations going on in their head that they, you know, about the teacher. Maybe the teacher said something to them and they don't like that conversation or it reminded them of a strict parent, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't you'll, – you'll work it out. But you watch the eyes and the eyes tell you everything and you just teach them to change the eye pattern just 10 minutes a day. So then this guy comes to me and he's an adult and he wants to apply for a job and he's a Ugandan man living in Australia. So I said to him, okay, so here's, give me, the, and he was working with a teacher and I said, bring the spelling words and I'll show you. So he brought these spelling words and one day he didn't bring his spelling words and this even surprised me, Jean. So I said to him, all right, smarty pants, I want you to look up where you need to look and remember the three words that that teacher gave you. And he did. My goodness. So he didn't bring the spelling words with him, but he remembered them. We wrote them down and we learned how to remember them. So, look, it's, it's a lesson in itself, but you actually spell the word backward to start with. So you're backward, backward, backward. So that makes an argument around dyslexia. But you, you spell the word backward, you spell the word backward, you spell the word backward, and then you ask them to spell it forward. And they never forget that word, ever. So you can use your dog's, your pet's name or your cat's name or something and just teach them that way. And I've taken that many kids out of those dummy classes just because I taught them how to use their eye patterns. Then a little kid came to me at, well, he wasn't a little kid. He was a, a 12, 13-year-old to my sports camp 
And the father came to me and said, how come you haven't kicked him out Hmm. of sports camp? He's been kicked out of seven schools. I said, honey, schools don't get him. I do. I said, I I asked the father a couple of questions and I said, so you're left-handed and your son's right-handed and he's been copying your behaviour. So that's why he, the teachers don't get him. He's not recalling the information where he's storing it in the filing cabinets. Walk this way. <laughs> yes, yes. And so we did a lesson on where he stores his information and how the father could help him 10 minutes a day so he can start recalling information in the classroom with the teachers and they don't have. I said, teachers don't have one-on-one attention. They don't have time. I'd employ your son. He's wonderful. One question. You're training, uh, teaching about eye patterns. And like this father helping his child, you know, learning more about the eye patterns. Now, here we have adults who are trying to understand this themselves. (laughs) So it's like you work with the families, uh, like the parents and the children or how, because the parents are need this information so that they can become more aware not only of their children but of themselves, right? It's a fantastic point, Jean, because that's exactly why I wrote the book. Even though it says create confident kids, it was about creating confident adults so they could create confident kids. I can't create confident kids all around the world, but what I can do is instigate change in parents the way they're learning so they can instigate the change in their children. And they can do the practicing. So that I felt was my job was to give the information out so that parents could work on each other, start looking at each other's eye patterns and ask the question. So now we've talked about the, when we, in the very first episode, we talked about how people represent the world. So if you are a visual, people are going to use their hands, remember, and they're going to talk really fast. And then you're going to talk about show, clarity, clear, see, you know, those sorts of words. Well, if you're, you know, working on those words, then that, that child or that adult will be looking up all the time. If you ask them words about how do you feel about that, maybe they don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And it's not their – it's just the way they represent the world. So if I come home and I've got a brand-new dress on and I say to my husband, oh, what do, you, what do you think about this dress? And I'm waiting for him to say, oh, it's beautiful. But he says, how much did it cost? Because he operates down below with feelings and the remember the AD on the left-hand side, all the maths. So his eye patterns go down and just wonders how much it costs. So once you start to get that each of you operate in the world differently and you start looking at how the eye patterns can help you do this, it can help you. So if you're talking to your partner and they're looking down to their left and they're right-handed, they're looking down to detail. They're working out the detail of what you just said to them. That is amazing. Look, Jean, I'm not saying this is going to happen overnight. Sure. But if of you course. get the if you get the book and start reading it and start going through the questions, um, for example, if I want to pick up if somebody's got a detail, it would be something like, So how many minutes do you think it would take you to do such and such? And they'd look down and they work it out. 
or um, have you what what do you, what do you think your mother would sound like if she pretended to be Mickey Mouse? And watch their eyes go over to the left because now they have to create their mother pretending to be Mickey Mouse. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So all your creation for a right-handed person is on the right. All your recalling, if you've ever recalled your mother acting like Mickey Mouse, it would be on the left. So then when you see the eye patterns, or let's say the kid comes home from school and you have to, they have to do a create a project. Get them to look to the right-hand side if they're right-handed. Get them to listen to the right-hand side um, and get them to create. That's their creation side. Yeah? And start. they can go up there and they can start to create. Yeah? What they want to create. The universe will help them, obviously, and send them ideas. But if they want to recall something, they need to go to the left. For a right-handed person, they recall to the left. That is amazing. And again, we highly recommend the book because reading it and going through the details is quite instructional with all those questions. So it can be very helpful. And Linda, many people and families are struggling. They're frustrated. Maybe their children are not succeeding or maybe they're having difficulties. We're experiencing high levels of fear and anxiety. Uh, uh, and of course, the last two years creating ongoing family issues. How can these eye patterns, using eye patterns, really help reduce stress uh, and fear uh, among families? Well, it's, it's just amazing because, but however, Parents need to understand that they need time, a little bit of time to do this. So when the first thing they need to do is to get in rapport with the child. Most arguments in any house are when you are out of rapport. Now, we've talked about this in one of your segments. So it's to get into rapport. So they need to sit like the child or act like the child or stand like the child and even say the child's words. That's getting into rapport with the child. Once you're now the child's going to lead this behavior, what we call lead, not you, the parent, the child needs to lead this behavior. So then you get into rapport with the child and you ask the best question you can come up with. Let's say the child has misbehaved. Then you can ask the child. So can you tell me exactly what you saw when that occurred? Or can you tell me how you felt when you punched your sister or can you tell me how and then watch their eye patterns and they'll take you to where they're going Mm -hmm. you know what was that like for you and they may go down to their feelings or they may go down to detail and they'll be able to repeat back to you how they felt about it now you've got a point of negotiation so now you can say to the child so What would happen if you were to do something differently? What would happen? What would it look like for you if they're visual kids? What would it feel like for you if they're kinesthetic, touchy-feely kids? What would it feel like for you if you were to behave differently? What would that feel like to you? Right. Now, we're going to do more of this in our next 
radio show when we talk about wisdom training and how we can negotiate this. Um, but right now, asking these questions allows the child to get back to cause about their behavior by using their eye. Well, you can see their eye patterns and you can see where they're going. The other thing is you can tell if they're telling you a porky or not, which is a lie. <laughs> Right now, please don't accuse kids of lying until you work out if they're left or right. (laughs) And Linda, what's so great is that many people don't know what questions to ask or how to ask those questions. And, you know, the frustration, the anger, trying to get to the point, you know, creates a lot of struggle and you know, uh, uh, like you were talking about rapport, building rapport. It creates uh, communication blocks. So you really show and teach us how to ask the questions and what kinds of questions to ask. Yes. It is the most popular chapter in the book, seriously. And when I took that chapter out and wrote it in a newsletter, it was the most popular newsletter I've ever written. So people really want to learn how, if if people really want to learn how to communicate more effectively with their partner, with their children, the confidence you create in the child because you're starting to get them is massive. Now, that then gives you more confidence. And remember, energy vibrates. So now the house is operating at a whole different level because you've stopped, you've learned to stop, Get into rapport with the child and ask an appropriate question that will give you exactly what's going on for the child instead of yelling and pretending that you're right. Everyone's right. I think what's so important here is that we're reaching another level of being more consciously aware of ourselves and each other and really paying attention to each other because if I'm having to face you and uh, uh, look at your eye patterns. You know, that in itself is good communication, right? Because how many Absolutely. of us, as we talk to people, you're talking to the back, <laughs> you know, you're yes. not face to face. So I think this brings us to a new level of really, uh, you know, having that communication and, be, and really looking and being aware and paying attention to, you know, the other person. And you know what, Jean? People say, how did she know that? How did she know that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you know, you can ask questions and they get, oh my God, how did she know to ask me that question? You know, all I did was look in their eyes. But even and asking- I can't say this is going to happen overnight. You, sure, you know, you people out there practice, 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 practice. I reckon it really took me about a year to get it really where I could just look at an eye pattern, realize that, you know, whether they're left or right-handed, and when I asked a question, where did they go? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I've got a really good insight. I've helped people um, close down $1.4 million job jobs because of this, because they weren't in rapport with the client, they didn't look in the people's eyes when they were closing the deal, and they didn't know what question to ask. And so when I've taught them that, they've gone back and they've got the deal. Mm, So this is really powerful, really powerful stuff. And again, your book says it all. And we really uh, recommend your book. You'll talk a little bit more about it in the last segment. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
we really need to get you really need to get your hands on that book and really read it and learn more. And then Linda will share more about her you know, work and her services in the next segment. But right now we're up for a brief commercial break. So stay tuned for more on this very interesting subject on eye patterns uh, on our series here with Linda Dyer, Create Confident Kids. Uh, She's a transformational coach, certified NLP trainer, trainer of matrix therapies, transformational coach, and a global humanitarian. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. 
Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations, is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Jean-Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmarieparish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmarieparish-consciousloving.com. Dot com, or click the link on the Love Light show page. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. This is a very special show today, a continuation of our new series here, Create Confident Kids, with our renowned guest, Linda Dyer, joining us from Australia, award-winning number one international best-selling author of many books, including You Can Make It Happen, Create Confident Kids. Linda is a transformational coach, certified NLP trainer, and master trainer of Matrix Therapies and Global Humanitarian. So, Linda, you're going to talk a little bit more about becoming more empowered and how we are disempowered through blaming and <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so many parents uh, uh, blame the child um, for their behaviour rather than understand the behaviour. So if we were to take that time to stop, get into rapport, and ask a couple of questions about what's really going on for the child to allow them to answer from their point of view. I think this is really important because mm. most parents think they're in, for them to be in control, they need to either yell or, or, or speak loudly or that they're the boss um, where, and they're coming from their filtration system. So they may be copying their own parents' behaviour. But the child's also coming from their filtration system, which is what they've learned growing up. So everyone's right. It's not a case of I'm right, you're wrong. When we start blaming people, that is through ignorance. Now, you people today have knowledge. You've gained some knowledge from this show. You have another book that tells you how you can take more knowledge in and become a much better parent or a much better teacher or a much better partner just simply because you learnt about eye patterns and how to answer that question. So every time you blame anything, you are totally disempowered. You hand your power to the child, you hand your power. 
to something. So when a child comes to me and they're blaming the teacher for their results, I will often say to the child, oh, so are you happy that the teacher's taken all your power? And they put their hands on their hips and they go, no. It cracks me up because they don't want to be disempowered. And I say, well, would you like to take your power back? So what's really going on for you in the maths class? Watch their eyes, see where they're going, yeah, and then work with them. Okay, so does that mean that it may be a great idea for you to have some extra tuition in maths? Yeah, mum, I think I need it. You know, that's very different to, well, you're not getting a good report in maths. You must be mucking up in class. And we go on with all this stuff when we haven't even asked one question so the child can respond and according to their eye pattern and the way they learn. So that's, that's one of the beautiful things about this is taking, get out of ignorance, get into the knowledge and take your power back and let the kids take their power back. Allow them to be confident and empowered. And I think, Linda, we have to be open to learning new things and new appro- approaches. Tell us about the services and how people can uh, really uh, connect with you, the kinds of things you do to help parents, teachers, your coaching services and programs. Yes. Well, thanks to you, Jean. Um, a guy contacted me um, and he had issues when he was a child growing up and he used to live in Germany, he now lives in America, and I've been coaching him by Zoom. So that's what I do. I can um, do coaching by Zoom for you and your child, and quite often after I've worked with the child, I then work with the parent because quite often it's their issues. Like in one family that I worked with, um, after I'd finished working with the child and he seemed to be quite sorted, the mum and dad said, look, he seems good now, what about us? And I said, that's exactly what I'd like to talk about. And what had happened was that the mother could see in her child's behaviour the way her mother treated her. So I cleared her mother, which is what I want to do when we do that clearing. So I cleared her mother from her. She no longer saw her son as her mother and could um, talk to her son way more effectively. Um, we did we did the wisdom training, which is what we're going to do in the next uh, session. She learned how to ask great questions. We did the anchoring, which we've talked about in a previous episode. And all of a sudden, their whole relationship changes. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to stay with the family for very long because things change when you start to practice. You know, I love that because, you know, many people think, gosh, this is going to take years of, you know, uh, training and all of that. But what we see is that they can see results almost instantly and it can change their relationships with themselves as well as uh, with each other. Uh, Like you say, your partner, your children. This is fantastic. So I think one of the biggest (laughs) comments is I feel lighter. And yeah, that, yeah. That is a coach's dream when a parent or a child, um, I, how do you feel? I always ask. I feel lighter because it's like we're walking around with a backpack on our back full of rocks. My job is to undo the zip. Your job is to drop the rock. <laughs> yes, yes. And you <laughs> do that beautifully. I love your energy, your passion, 
and you truly make a difference uh, in your service and your work. How can listeners uh, connect with you uh, uh, to learn They can more? email me, yep, through um, Linda with a Y, L-Y-N-D-A, Linda at linda-dyer.com. Linda at lindadio.com and they can email me and I can email them back and work out an appropriate time that if they want some coaching or they want to put their child on, quite often it's their night time, my morning or the other way around because I am down under (laughs) (laughs) in Australia (laughs) and um, they're usually anywhere in the world. So, and I'm used to all that. Well, um, I have a clock on my phone that just tells me what time it is in what country. So I think one of the great things about what I do is to teach people how to be empowered. And if you want to just feel lighter and and, and empowered, then this book and the information and just knowing that you can communicate more effectively with your friends, with your parents, with your partner, with your children – that we don't have to carry all this stuff from the past and copy the behaviour of other people and yell at children or do what our parents did for us. We can go next. We can clear that and start treating our children as beautiful human beings and empower them to be confident kids on this planet. And who doesn't want to feel lighter and more empowered? Mm-hmm. Tell us about the book and how listeners can access it. Well, the book's um, on Amazon, so I'll send you, I'll get Pam actually to send you the link of how they can access it. If they want the hard copy, again, they need to email linda at linda-dyer.com and I can send them the hard copy. Um, Or they can, you know, as I said, just go on to Amazon. It's still on there and download it but as i said i'll get pam to send you the link to that book and there's it's um actually uh it's an alphabet it goes from a to z so it's a very very informative book and the eye patterns are literally just one chapter there's even um healthy um cooking skills in there from my naturopath. There's a whole article on magnesium and the importance in it for children. There's language, there's questions, there's all sorts of wonderful stuff that you can use um, to work with your children to allow them to be better adults and just just better within themselves, feeling good about who they are. The universe mm. put them on the planet and the universe thinks they're freaking amazing. Yeah. It's just that we sometimes get in our own road. And so we want to be able to teach our kids how amazing they are and how to use that amazing. Well, Linda, thank you so much. This show has truly been an eye opener. (laughs) And uh, we uh, encourage our listeners to tune back, uh, listen back on demand uh, and share our show with others. Uh, This is so encouraging, learning a new way to connect with ourselves, with our children, to understand ourselves how to communicate effectively, how to use these skills to become more empowered. So connect with Linda to go deeper, and we look forward to our next uh, series on, what is it going to be, Linda? It's on negotiation and communication through wisdom training. All right. It's really wonderful, guys. You are going to love it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Linda, uh, so much for being here today. 
Well, uh, strengthen and embody the practice of love in your daily life by visiting the blog page of my websites for your weekly love practice exercise on JeanFerrisJourney.com and DrJeanMarieFerrisConsciousLoving.com. Those are my websites. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their light around the world. You know, Linda's motto, you can make it happen now. This is a reality. Empower yourself and your children. We can live a healthier and happier life and create a life you love. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.